Hello, you wonderful people out there. I hope that you, your family and your community are moving forward in a positive light today. A quick shout out to those of you that haven't subscribed. Come on and join the family by hitting the like button, hitting that subscribe button and then hitting that notification bell Ding! to be notified of all the positive content that we have coming your way. And for those of you that want to be part of the movement and sponsor the platform, a cup of coffee, please follow us on Patreon in the link below every single cup of coffee counts and without further ado it gives me great privilege to introduce edward sopanov all the way from canada it was extremely inspiring to hear this young man's journey from when he first arrived 12 years ago in canada he has been laser focused on where he wants to go how he's going to get there and who he is going to bring with him it gives me hope it gives me inspiration to see that there are young inspirational leaders out there that are focused on where they want to go and through their journey of failures in the past have conditioned them to become stronger individuals but at the same time look beyond themselves about it's not about the money it's about how we can have social impact together that to me is mind-blowing such amazing people exist i am so grateful that we found this story his relentless focus his personal development his personal challenges are the reason why he can say he is hitting targets that no one else can see enjoy the episode everyone yeah good man greetings from the sunny south africa man <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish it was sunny here too, but it's the first snow we see this year and it's very cold. But yeah. no, I know my friend Mark Raffin also, he just sent me a message now. He woke up to his deck being full of snow. And even when you sent me oh. that video, even when you sent me that video, I was like, yeah, man, it's pretty, it's pretty cold here. So unfortunately, we are load shedding at the moment in South Africa, which is the rolling blackouts. Um, so I'm actually running off the inverter and I've actually turned my lights off because in my previous interview with Dr. Nima Romani, for, uh, the lights came on during the interview and I was like, yeah, man, that's that's what we're about, man. <laughs> so, but the show must yeah. go on. And uh, funny, my friend Mark Raffin, also from um, Canada, when he was down in South Africa, it was also load shedding. So I said to him, there's something about Canadians and load shedding that go hand in hand whenever I try and do the interviews. But um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's an honor, man, to have you on the on the show. Thank you so much for taking the time. Um, I know that you've got a busy week ahead, and the fact that you're flying out tomorrow, I feel I feel honored because normally that's family time, and the fact that you are taking time to. Uh, spend and share your story obviously means that i'm part of the family already so thanks man <laughs> but um an yeah, interesting sorry. interesting point um when i was going through the profile and i think that's what sparked my interest in setting up your story is you are conquering canada one step at a time but you are not from canada that's right yeah i'm originally from romania but I moved to Calgary, Canada about 12 years ago. Yeah. And uh, yeah. and what was that? So walk me through that process when you landed in Canada. What was uh, what was that like for you? Yeah. So, I mean, it, it wasn't an easy journey. Let's put it that way, you know, because at the end of the day, I'm an immigrant and sometimes coming from Romania, it's not the best thing I say in some people's view, you know, they 
some, you know, even in high school here in Canada, I used to be bullied all the time because we have a gypsy background, you know, Romanians are known for that. So it hasn't been an easy journey, but I mean, when I landed here uh, 12 years ago, I still used, uh, used to be a swimmer, right? So I did have a very, very good background for swimming. Like I was in the national team of Romania. When I came to Canada, I was already breaking records two months later and I was <laughs> you know so that that was helpful you know kind of like making a statement that it really doesn't matter where you're from and you know as long as you work hard anything it's possible and I'm not sure if I mentioned this to you but I try out for Olympics in 2016 after I broke a Canadian record in 2015 but yet they missed the cut by 100 of a second. So no, that kind of... I know. Of... I've got your your swimming records here um, all the way back from 17th of April, 2011, the Romanian Indoor Swimming yeah. National Championship. And I mean, at that age, you were swimming already 100 meter butterfly at 58 seconds. I'm like, holy moly. You know? <laughs> and yeah. look, I've been a swimmer my whole life, but I have never come close to any of those times. And it seems like your swimming just kept on getting better and better with time, just as your businesses keep on getting better um, with time. But um, yeah. that there already, I mean, I was, we were going to, like I said, there's so many things that I just wanted to discuss with you. It started out with me just making a couple of points, but then it always ends up to be about four or five pages. I mean, the fact is that no you, came, yeah, you, you, came, you came to Canada because your mom, um, I think you, you put a lot of emphasis on the impact that your mother had on your life, uh, that she came and, and you and your sister came two years later. So you came yeah. to Canada. Obviously, it was a bit of a challenge. But one thing I wanted to find out, has an, the entrepreneurial flair always been part of your DNA? Or is it you just arrived in Canada and you said, I'm going to conquer this one way or another? <laughs> uh, well, long story short, uh my my parents divorced when i was three months right so my mom had custody i was raised by her and in order for her to keep the custody she had to prove that you know her financials are good enough to to raise me and she worked three jobs to be able to prove that hey my financials are fine i can raise my kid uh, my mom she was never really an entrepreneur but my bird dad, he was always an entrepreneur. So I guess I got that part from him. Uh, and yeah, I mean, you know, after my swimming journey, which ended in 2016, because I, you know, I was, I wanted to take some time off. I wanted to, you know, uh, explore other journeys. Let's put it that way. And I started to have some jobs for different companies here and there doing some marketing for this company doing something else for another company but really i was always going the extra mile but yet people will never see that and sometimes you know nowadays we no longer cherish good people but we take advantage of them right mm -hmm. so people were taking advantage of me because i was a good person i was always putting 100 percent of work you know and when i get into something I get into it because I'm passionate about it and I'm going to give 100% of my effort to make that thing become reality. I will not get I will not get into something and be like one leg in one leg out, you know, mm. kind of thing. Like if I say I'm going to do something, mm. I'll them right going to do that. Yeah. And like 
you know, people like were always telling me I cannot do this when I was swimming. I cannot beat this record. I cannot do this. I cannot do that. And I was always just like, you know, I was never like the type of person to go back and say, hey, I'm going to prove you wrong. I was just, you know, quiet about it and then actually end up proving them wrong. Mm. And yeah. Yeah, I, I mean at that yeah, I mean at that stage as well. So it was a it was more of a personal development journey that you had to go through. Um, yeah. So one of the things is, I mean, like I said, the the businesses that you that you've started. The first of all, it, the names were amazing, and I see the and I see the reason uh, behind them. When uh, we, yeah. obviously you're involved in the connector now, but when you had the strawberry and you had the unknown. When I saw the unknown, I was like, but that seems like a tapping error. You know, but it was so it was so <laughs> intriguing because you were like, no, because you wanted to create curiosity. And I'm like, man, this guy is very clever yeah. when it comes to that. So ideally, ideally, what made you want to start your first venture? Do you remember that 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 moment when you actually said, I'm I'm going to I'm going to start my entrepreneur journey? And what was that like for you? Yeah. So really my first journey was a fashion and modeling agency that was the first thing that i started and how it all began was you know my mom she's into fashion she's a seamstress so she does clothing and stuff like that and she told me oh you should apply for modeling you should be a model because you're good looking you have the height <laughs> because i'm quite tall yeah. and all of that so i was like okay sure i'll give it a try and then i applied to a couple of modeling agencies here in calgary and I, I still remember, I walked into an office and the director looked at me and he was like, what are you doing here? And I was like, well, we, we have an interview, right? And he's like, but you're so ugly. <laughs> and he looked me straight into my eyes and he was like, but you're so ugly. And that moment I was like, okay, nice. I know what I'm doing next. <laughs> wow. And I was like, okay, fine. <laughs> yeah, straight wow. into my eye. And you know, to me, like, if someone tells me I cannot do something, I cannot become something, I cannot break this thing or whatever mm. it is, I'm like, even if I'm not 100% passionate about it, oh, I'm just going to do it. Yeah. I'm going to do it. It's almost you because know, now like you've challenged so me. so much fire to yeah. me. It's yeah. like, like you've challenged that's me. That's all I need. That's yeah. all I need. I don't need money to make it happen. I don't need connections to make it happen. I need someone to tell me I cannot be or do something. That's all I need. Then oh, I'm going to find the other ways to make it happen. So I was like, well, you know what? I'm sure I wasn't the first one that he told me this. <laughs> and to yeah. me, I, I, I'll take I'll take it like, oh, wow, I'm in the right place at the right time. I'm, I love it, you know, mm. but to other people that are not mentally that strong and, you know, have not experienced certain things in life. Like, you know, when I was raised, like I, I never really had anything in back home in Romania. I was always taking the bus or walking to things and, you know, coming into Canada and putting in a lot of hard work. Like it's been a lot of hard work, uh, sacrifices and, you know, but we have way more than we had back home. So I'm already higher mm. in, in, you know, than I was so. Yeah, so, that's all, all so, I really so, need. Yeah. So you started system. the modeling agent. You started the modeling agency because someone said you're ugly. And you're like, all right, guess what? I'm going to prove right. I'm going to prove you wrong and I'm going to make a, a company out of it. I'm going to dominate the industry all because of that. So how was that? How was that process for you when you actually said, OK, I want to start? Do you remember the first deal that you actually made as an entrepreneur? Yeah, so 
the first one was actually getting in uh, one of our models. I think it was about four months after we started the agency. Really the goal for the agency is that you're a gift to this world. That's our motto, right? So it doesn't matter where you're from, who you are, skin color or anything like that. Beauty comes from inside, outside, right? So we really push that. And actually four months later, one of our models got published in Vogue. And that's when we started to make that real noise. You know, yeah. we had interviews, you know, on global in Calgary, we had different things coming our way, but yeah, I mean, people were, you know, when I was telling them, Hey, I'm going to do a modeling agency that doesn't focus necessarily just on the height, you know, how beautiful your face is or not, mm -hmm. uh, you know, but focuses more on the, like who you are as a person and really pushes that forward and really your story, like why you're here. And, you know, when you're passionate about something and you put hundred percent effort into it, you're going to make it happen. Like, mm -hmm. think of this. If you never, ever give up on something and you keep at it for, I don't know, five, 10, 20, 35 years, eventually that dream will become a reality. Of course, it might take you longer than you expected. Of course, it might be different than it was for someone else because we are not all the same. Our stories are different. But eventually your dream will become a reality no matter what that dream is. If you, I don't know, want to see cars flying around and you want to design them or whatever it is, you can make that happen. Mm. And people telling you, you can do this and you can do that. Trust me, like I was never supposed to be where I am today. Never. Mm. But that, if I listened to, if yeah. I would have listened to everyone, I would have probably been, I don't know, shoving snow on the street right now. Monica modeling agency is named after your mom. That's right. Yeah, that... and we were named best modeling agency in Canada for the last three years. Yeah, so you must have. It would be so interesting to go back to the guy that said, "No, you're ugly," and you're like, "Okay." Yeah. I actually, I never went back to him, but I sent him a cover of a Paris uh, fashion <laughs> magazine where we got posted. So yeah. that's just how. Yeah, but we can get deeper into different other no, stories. Sure. I never go. I never go back to people telling them, hey, you know, yeah, but, but it's I want more, to make sure they see us. Yeah. And that's the thing is more of, you know, but thank you very much for motivating me to make me believe that I can push this. So, yeah, you, like you I appreciate them, though. You know, that's the thing. But some of some people will look at it. Oh, my God, he's such an I don't know whatever he wants to say. But, you know, to me, it's like I appreciate them because that's just what I need to make things happen. Yeah, you know, I need people to tell me I cannot do this and I cannot do that. Yeah, so I appreciate people who told me, Edward, you cannot do this. Mm. But also naming it after your mom must have also, must have been quite significant because I know that you were mentioning as well that she was working three jobs and all of that. So that sacrifice that she was putting in, obviously, as a growing up, you saw the the sacrifice your mom had to make, the hard work, the grit, the determination. Do you believe that that's where you formed your understanding of what hard work is all about? Yeah, I believe so. And, you know, like you mentioned, seeing her working that hard, I just my goal is to retire her and never see her work again a day yeah. in her life because I am who I am today because of her. She never gave up on me, right? Mm -hmm. When she could find the easy way to give up on me, but she she took the hard path and yeah, yeah. I appreciate her for everything she's done. Yeah. And I yeah. want to make sure that her name will forever be remembered. So that's why I actually wanted to name after her name. And I'm sure there's, you know, 
many moms out there that are in the same situation as her and you know yeah. there's always a light at the end of the tunnel yeah because that, no that's going to say it's easy but yeah because yeah. that's what i was actually going to refer to as well is that you hit the nail on the head there how many moms are actually going through that moment of sacrifice for the sake of their kids but not knowing that you are potentially having a bigger impact on that on your child's life in the future so at the end of the day yeah. there is light at the, at the end of the tunnel exactly yeah and you always gotta you know look ahead and you know look into the future i mean today might be hard but it's gonna sometimes it's gonna get harder but eventually it will be it's gonna get easier you know so yeah, yeah. And, and when you were published in the in that vogue magazine what was that feeling like was that must you must have been quite overwhelmed you're like oh man yeah this is this is this is great i was like well more to come yeah exactly <laughs> but but surely, uh, but surely at the same time as well when you started with something with your first venture i mean that must have been also quite encouraging for you knowing that i put a lot of energy effort a lot of hard work into it and now it's starting to pay off because that for any entrepreneur is the is like almost that nostalgia moment to say that's a moment now that I'll never forget, but it's also going to propel me now to what if, what and and what what to come as you said. Yeah, I mean, it, it's never yeah that it's never easy, right? And it might seem like you know it was a four months till it took us to get published in Vogue, but if you look back, what you do in the past will eventually shape what you're doing, you know in the next couple of years and yeah and everything that i've done after that it kind of like i feel like there's a big synergy between all the companies and everything that i do it's very strategic yeah it's very, but, very strategic, but yeah. I, I think you were you were mentioning that because something that you were a big pioneer of a believer of now from your past of what you've learned is surrounding yourself with the right people i know that you mentioned there earlier that you were generally giving yourself you know giving to uh, towards the cause but unless you surround yourself with the right people that share that same vision you're going to get walked over you're going to get exploited well. and i mean that's well. that lesson that i'm sure that you've learned now has made you a stronger individual yeah and sometimes being an entrepreneur can be a very 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 lonely road right so not a lot of people are mentally strong or prepared to walk that road alone and trust me there's many times that i walk the road alone but i would rather walk that road alone than having the wrong people around me mm. you know because that's gonna like i'll have to walk with baggages and luggages and that will you know weigh me down but if i walk alone you know it might be better than walking with the wrong people but don't get me wrong networking and meeting the right people and being in the right place at the right time can make a huge difference but at the beginning you gotta remember when you start your first journey you have no name behind you you have no background you have no history and people will look at you like you're just a new person starting a new business mm. you know so you have to have to work extremely hard to make the, yourself a name to you know push as hard as you can talk to people make connections be here be there be in all the places as, as much as you can right one of the principles that you are actually that you follow is understanding that failure is part of the process and yeah. I, th I think a lot of people generally find failure as the step or, or the stopping point 
in anything yeah and obviously through your journey as well there's been because one of the great things that i like to chat about entrepreneurs that have got so many different um you know entities in different directions i mean you deal now in DeFi and you come from fashion is that journey to get where you are comes with a set of personal failures business failures and i mean even now when you were mentioning about the swimming to miss it by point zero point zero one i mean that's like a breath for all for yeah, all that, the hard, that, yeah, for, for all the that, hard work that's the, that's the one story i would like to share to be very completely honest with you but that's the story where i learned the most 100 you know, i i learned that like you know i i had a phenomenal coach from romania and you know looking back i learned that you know, there were times in practice that I was not giving it a hundred percent of my effort. There was, I mm. can't lie about it. There was times that, I, you know, I was leaving that a little bit of gas in my tank to, you know, have it for the next day, have it for the next workout, have it for the competition. But that was the wrong approach because what if I don't get the next chance? You know, you should always give hundred percent effort. If you can you know, send another email, if you can make another call, whatever that will be, depending on the industry you are in, always give 100% of your effort. When you leave the office, when you leave the field, make sure that you've got nothing else left mm. in your tank and you can say, you know what? Today, I did my very best because what you do today might not be as good as tomorrow or as good as yesterday, but as long as you give it your best in this time, in this moment, that's going to make the difference. And I believe I missed that cut because of me, because mm. I wasn't giving 100%. I was giving maybe 98 sometimes, maybe 90 sometimes. Mm. But I was, because I I was good, I can't lie. So being good, it makes you, I won't say cocky because I, I'm, I'm not a cocky person, but I was confident like, oh, you know, I was always ahead of people, you know, ahead of them and that's good, you know? So sometimes it will be hard for me to, especially in practice when you're the best in, butterfly or breaststroke or whatever the, the stroke will be it's hard to you know find more competition you know so yeah no, but, but gotta... the, the, the great thing about it as well is that when you mentioned that to me i mean 0.01 seconds it's literally i said to myself that this has probably shaped your mindset in everything that you've done i said it's probably been one of the most disappointing things but at the end of the day has been probably one of the biggest lessons that you've learned personally because you almost view it as a philosophy now is it's all it's it's all about the 0 0.01 in everything i do you know whether it be yeah. as as you said one more email could be that difference between it working and not working that little bit extra could be the difference between making it or not because one of the things as well to to that i admire about your journey as well is that it's through that journey that mental strength that you've had to build with the, and be with resilience as well it, it surely has, has not been an easy journey personally, but at the same time, over the years, it has been something that you have been, could be proud of to see where you've started uh, a couple, uh, 12 or 13 years ago to where you are now has been because of that mental resilience, that self-belief, that ability to pick yourself up, the ability to yeah. turn on the naysayers, the haters, as you say and prove and at the end of the day it must have been an amazing journey or a self-discovery journey for you yeah you know after the 2016 story uh 
I talk about, I believe it was three to four months, you know, to really, you know, redefine, if you want to say myself and really see where I want to be, what I want to do. And I was reading a book called uh, What on Earth Am I Here For? You know, and that was actually recommended by another swimmer, Michael Phelps, which is one of the biggest swimmers of all time. Yeah. And I was reading that book, and, you know, realized a lot of things, you know, a lot of things and what I want to do. And yeah, I, I don't believe in failure. I mean, of course, making it to Olympics is something that I always wanted. And who knows, maybe I'll never have it, but maybe I will. Yeah, it's not too late. I'm still quite young, yeah. 80 years old. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> hey, I don't like to say that, right? Never say never. So yeah, but I, I don't I believe think... in failures. I've started, you know, five companies, and I had, you know, you know, like you see on my back, I have a board. You know, I write things down, and you know, I I did the same with all my companies. And guess what? Like, you know, we had roadblocks. We had this. We had that. But I just never gave up. I, like I wanted this company to be here. Okay, mm -hmm. now it's here. What's next? Mm -hmm. Now it's here. What's next? You know. Mm -hmm. But I started five companies. I I can say they were all successful. Uh, there's so much more we can do. I'm. I mean, I'm not. I can't say I'm not proud, but like I'm not satisfied. You know what? We want. I want more. We want more. And there's so much more we can do because I. I learned that valuable lesson from swimming. Always mm. act like you're number two. Mm. Always. You're mm. never number one because if you're num number one, you become confident, you become cocky, you know, this, you're perfect and all of that stuff that I don't believe in. But always act like you're number two because then you'll go back and do, uh, do more. You'll want more. And yeah, mm. just don't be satisfied. I mean, no one says don't be proud, but don't be satisfied because you can do more. What mm. else you can do? Yeah, and it's as you were saying, also being consistent in it as well. It's one thing to start off hard and work hard, 100%. but then to not hit a plateau because I'm sure also at some stage a lot of entrepreneurs find, okay, well I'm in this 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 plateau now, but you've constantly got to be innovative. You constantly got to be driven. Um, yeah, and be creative. You know, be creative. Think outside the box. And yeah, consistency is a gigantic thing in you know anyone's journey. Like. Mm. You can be consistent for three years and then nothing happens. But then the next day, boom, you mm. hit it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's always like that. It might seem like nothing happens, but trust me, something is going to happen. Yeah. You might be closer than you think. Mm. And I've seen that through like all the journeys and all the companies that I built. So, yeah, but it's playing, it's playing the game. You know, if, if you, if you're on the, if you're on the field and playing, you have a better chance of winning. But I think a lot of the, a lot of the entrepreneurs or the people that at least want to try and take the uh, take the jump are, are quite you know under as i think you were mentioning it's not entrepreneurship's not for everyone and a lot of it's people not, try to yeah. get eluded by the lifestyle and the potential that can happen but the reality of it is mentally uh financially in the beginning i mean the first 12 to 24 months of any entrepreneur's journey in a business is probably the most draining the most mentally emotionally physically i mean at the end of the day, there must have been some moments when you actually were out of all the hard work saying this is really tough. I mean, I don't know. Like, I know I knew it would be tough, but I didn't know it was going to be this tough. But you had to keep on saying to yourself, I got to keep on moving every single day, move forward. Yeah. And that's that mentality that got you to where you are today, because I think a lot of a lot of people in today's time generally jump ship at the first 
at the first moment when it, they feel panic but understanding yeah. that it's hard work and it's tough and failure is part of the process yeah oh yeah i have my stories i used you know like when we did uh unknown and you know we got nominated the biggest fashion music festival in canada in 2019 but uh, our story is absolutely nuts like i i think it's one of the craziest stories that i like to say to say it when i speak to people and you know like even with, with max business partner we were on the floor crying like mm-hmm. literally that was us on the floor in the office crying like oh my god i don't know how we're gonna pull this off you know <laughs> and it was not easy like it was not easy like how do we even get here like yeah but you know then then i look back and like i came from nothing i came from the, the actually the bottom right so mm. i'm like for me i've got nothing to lose like mm. nothing there's nothing i can lose what am i gonna lose mm. like you know because i i was there and i'm not scared to go back there right so when you have that mentality where there's no fear you know and you're not scared of anything then you're gonna make it happen but you can't just go in being scared of what's gonna happen or like oh my god this didn't go accordingly to my business plan because mm. guess what things will not go accordingly mm. accordingly to your business plan it will not business yeah. plans are just a reference and that's it mm. things will come in your way that you cannot see and you cannot predict so if you're not able to overcome and adjust and really just overcome those obstacles then you'll never be able to make it because yeah. guess what during COVID we had to adjust yeah right? yeah we had to there was nothing else we could have done so a lot of people were scared of what's gonna happen but yeah just having no fear do you think people get consumed by fear oh yeah 100 100 and the more the more you think of it mm. the more it's there you know the less you think because your thoughts become reality right so you want to make sure you don't think of your fears and you want to make sure you think of like of everything that you you want to do and become yeah because you even said write down your goals even if you had to just have some sort of write direction down goals yeah. yeah write down your goals i have you know every morning i write down my goals every morning i yeah. write them down but has it been three, something it's been three, disciplined yeah has you've been disciplined in yeah that exactly approach. discipline and being consistent with like mm. you know like I said, you can see working six months, three years, we know results, but then the next day, the next day you're the biggest thing on planet Earth. Yeah. And, and it, on, it can happen. I've seen it happen. And on the top of that, with everyone clouding around you saying it'll it won't happen, you're destined to fail. As you said, the haters are the one that motivate you. So I mean, at the same time, I mean, when things don't go right, I mean, sorry, when things when things go wrong, they could potentially go really, really wrong. But that fortitude and that mental strength that, I mean, I think that to me is one of the beautiful things. What I love about the entrepreneur, the entrepreneur journey is that you start thinking, you start the journey thinking, okay, this is it from A to B, but understanding that it's from A to A point one point A point two. And all oh, of yeah. a sudden, you know, you feel, sometimes feel like Jack Sparrow in the pirates of the Caribbean with that compass. That it kept that keeps on spinning all around you like okay where am i actually yeah. going because it's constantly going around and around and around but through the, because through... there's no such thing there's no such thing as a to b mm. there's no such thing it's not like a line like this it's like 
Yeah, it's all over oh, the place. Oh, I was so close. Yeah, I was so close to the B. Oh my God, now I'm further, you know? But I always like to believe, and I've, I've seen it from, and sorry for interrupting you. I, I didn't want to forget my point. Yeah. Uh, and I've seen it, you know, like you mentioned, like sometimes things can go wrong or very wrong. But I believe from what I've seen uh, in the past, uh, for me at least, that when they go wrong, it means you're very, very close to the breakthrough. Very close. Because that's how it is, you know? It goes very wrong, and then just all of a sudden, boom. That big boom happens, and everything is, you know, beautiful, and I don't know, rainbows again, and all of that. But really, you're very, very close. And I've seen it in the past, like in every single journey that I had, something wrong will happen. And then I keep on it, I keep going, and then boom. The next week, the next month, it just shifts. Mm. Because you also, I think you were a big ambassador of branding. You know, I think you were saying branding is the value aspect. But do you think that applies personally as well? Identifying your personal brand of who you are as an individual and sticking to your guns. Yeah, 100%. And, you know, just sharing your story, uh, sharing your values and never you know never change your values based on you know certain circumstances or based on uh your surroundings you know because in the past you will see uh some people changing their values because i don't know they've got too much money or there's a deal on the table that i have to do xyz to make that deal happen and yeah i just don't believe in that kind of stuff and you know just to say a little bit of a short story i guess you know uh, we were in our seed round of funding for the connector for my latest venture and i'm the ceo and founder of the company but we also have a coo and a co-founder and it's a woman right and sometimes that can be a challenge unfortunately i just don't see why but you know sometimes it can be a challenge and we had a massive deal on the table uh coming from uh, an investor in Toronto. And he said, I'll be giving you X amount of money. I don't want to say how much. I'll be giving you X amount of money if uh, your COO steps down and she's no longer part of the team. Wow. And I said, that's not going to happen. Mm. And he wow. said, but this is a lot of money. You guys have been looking for funding for the last six months. I can make the deal happen quicker than anyone else. And I said, that's not going to happen. Wow. I don't care that we don't do this for the money. Mm. And I want that to be like, you know, changing your values because someone else comes in and it tells you that you should be doing that. Mm. It's wrong. Mm. You should never change your values. And trust me, in the long run, that will be making a big, big difference. You might not see it now, but it will in the big run from when you did arrive to where you are now what has been one of the biggest lessons that you have learned about yourself personally mm, that's a really good question makes me think <laughs> well because you know I, I definitely learn a lot and the most valuable one hmm There are so many, like I'm saying, it's even, it's yeah, even, it's the, even you, according to your principles, really, man. I, I, you know? I will have to say that like, 
Yes, because I'm going according to your principles. Make certain that your words are matched by your deeds. Be truthful. Yeah. Have big dreams. Write down your goals and failure. You will learn yeah. a lot from but, failure. Yeah, but I will say, you know, what you tell yourself, believe in that 10 times more than what anyone else tells you mm-hmm. or whatever, whatever, anything else, uh, someone else is telling you, you know, so tell yourself you're going to be successful and believe in that 10 times more than, you know, someone on the street or someone you just met is telling you that this cannot be possible. Yeah, man. Because trust, yeah, you know, trust me, like when I started my modeling agency, they said, because there was not a modeling agency that was about diversity in Canada before Mm. us, they said, it's not possible. Mm. We did it, you know? And then when we started unknown, they said, yeah, you guys are not gonna even we uh, we went on Dragon's Den. Not sure if you're familiar with Dragon's Den, which is similar yeah. to Shark Tank. Yeah. Um, and that episode was not even aired, but they told us we are not going to pull it off. And mm. guess what? One year later, we pulled it off at 15x to what we presented to them. So trust me, what you tell yourself is way more important than what someone else is telling you. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, you know? man. And, Absolutely. and it's the same, it's the same with the connector. What we are trying to do, it's so disruptive that like when I say no one, I actually mean no one believes we can pull it off. Yeah. But it's like you like, also, it's I, like I, you're challenging tradition. It's like you're almost looking at it from a different perspective in everything you do. You're like, okay, they're saying I can't, but that's been like the traditional way of thinking. But I'm going to come yeah. in from a different angle. You know, I'm going to decentralize. I'm going to yeah. defy this. I'm going to do everything to disrupt it. And I'm like, yeah, that's no, actually what it's sense. also like it's a challenge to myself because that that way I don't get bored because I personally get bored very fast. So I need to do things all the time. Like I can't even like, for example, I can't even sit down with uh, my partner and watch a movie because I get bored. I need to do something. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just like, <laughs> I, I just have, I don't know if I have energy or is it just like my mind just keeps going. What's next? What's next? What's next? You know? So if I do the traditional way, I feel like I'm going to get very bored. But what if I challenge myself every single day to do things that were not done before? Mm. You know? But it's, so a, it's, it's, a, just, it's, it's, yeah, I think it's that, that you're looking at it from a different angle because you're almost constantly challenging yourself, you know, to say, find a way make it happen exactly you know and the fact is and you were saying now that people that will tell you it can't be done the worst person to tell you it can't be done is yourself exactly exactly (laughs) and you know sometimes sometimes you know like i talk to people and they they're telling me well edward but i don't have as many connections as you do i don't have this i don't have that well be creative find Mm. another way find a way there's always a way of course, there's yeah. always excuses too. Mm, Don't get yeah. me wrong. We can find a lot of them, but there's always a way too. Yeah. Why you're not paying attention to like how can you make it through, rather than paying attention how you cannot make it. Mm, absolutely, man. There's, yeah, there's a thousand reasons that you're not gonna make this happen. Yeah, there might be one reason that you can make it happen. But, yeah, Go but... after it. But play the game, man. As long as if you're not gonna if you're yeah. gonna fail or you're not gonna make a success, at least you know you, you're playing the game, and that to me is probably the most important. But yeah, you know, man, this is why I love these types of conversations, man. It's so yeah, it's like I I get inspired by these stories, and this is ultimately the essence of why I wanted to start the or why we wanted to start the platform is to you know extract. Not uh, first of all, the success is amazing. 
hands down. You're conquering Canada one step at a time. And I'm scared to have the follow-up conversation in the near future because I think your resume is just going to go from strength to strength. But it has been an absolute honor and a privilege to have a, to have your story on the platform. Thank you so much for, first of all, taking the time. I'm honored that you took the time prior to, um, to leaving for Europe. Like I said, I feel like I'm part of the family, but your story has impact. It is truly remarkable. And I commend you on the work you do. I commend you on your work ethic. And I think I will, I'm wishing you nothing short of success and happiness on the ventures. I would say on the ventures that you're currently busy with, but I know by the time we're going to touch base in a year or two, that there's going to be about another four or five as well. So for those ones that are coming up, I'm sure it's going to be nothing short of success and happiness. You know, start unknown, but end unforgettable. So Edward, exactly. thank you so much, man, for your for your time and, and taking the time to share your story on the platform. Yeah, thank you so much, Ryan. It's been a pleasure. And yeah, I'm looking forward to the second one, maybe yeah. in the next few few years. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm sure it'll be within the next couple of months, you know. Well, I'll definitely be keeping close tabs on you to see how you climbing the ladder of success one, one story at a time, you know. So thanks yeah. again, man. Thank you, Ryan.